listening to a podcast from Light FM. Fun Nance on the Light Breakfast, making finance fun and easy to understand for everyone with Reggie Ko, host of the podcast The Financial Coconut. We've been speaking about retirement and being prepared for it and all the things we need to do in order to have a comfortable retirement. One of the things that a lot of people do and are encouraged to do is to make investments that will bear fruit by the time we retire. So the question is, what type of investments would you consider better investments or ideal investments for a person who is saving for retirement? Okay, so first we must be clear that we're not talking about the retirees, right? We're not talking no, about people that are not retired. Yeah, you're not retired you're yet. Late third going into your yes. 40s and you're looking for other ways and means to you know help you along to build up that nest egg that yes. you can use yeah yes because that, that is an important caveat because once you retire you're essentially in drawdown mode right you're drawing down it's about income it's about you know essentially finally feasting on it right yeah yeah <laughs> so or, or at least eating of it maybe you cannot not everybody can feast on that <laughs> right, time, right but at least you know take of it right but at this point in time we are all in the process of accumulation in your 30s you 40s you're accumulating you're trying to get there right so in this process i think a few things are intact all right first thing is i think cost of investment is very important mm-hmm. right which is why in last week's talk set we talk a little bit about why you know some of these investment link plans are not that great right because right. they charge a lot to, mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. run those things whereas these days there are a lot of other providers whether it's brokers robo advisors and you know direct funds that essentially charge you somewhere like a 0.5% oh. or like even lower 0.5% right wow. so it can go really really low depending on how DIY you want to go okay right so even if you don't want to be super DIY which I think you know, most people wouldn't want to be too exactly. DIY because exactly. you don't want to then get so involved exactly. in the investment process it takes you away from the life that you're trying to live right exactly right yeah. so uh, pay a little lah, right so give, yeah. <laughs> let the professional where's that balance yes yeah. give the professional some things to eat right so I think a lot of the robo advisors or even a lot of the brokers or the banks they actually provide regular saving plans or directly you can essentially put your money with them and then they can manage it for somewhere like a 0.5% Right, and I right. think that's a that's a good place to start exploring. Right? And these would be investments that are probably have been ongoing for many many years already that yes. have a track record. Yes, that are more reliable. So you know that there are some forms of almost guaranteed returns. They nobody can guarantee returns. We know that when it comes to investments, but at least you get an idea of the ups and downs. And over the course of X amount of years, this is this is what you can expect because it goes back the history of the fund or the investment goes back that far. Yeah, I was a bit jittery when. You said guarantee. I know. I know. Everyone, there is no such <laughs> thing. Cannot, cannot, ah. Huh? Oh, right, well, must control. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, when it comes to fixed deposit, can that yeah, one yeah, guarantee yeah. returns? But yeah, that yeah. one not so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That one different, different discussion, right? Yeah. Risk profile is different. Yeah. But yes, uh, I think what you are alluding towards is more something like an index fund. You know, there's a lot of track record. You know, it's based upon some of the largest index out there. Yeah, if you're you risk know, averse, yeah, risk averse. You know, 80, 20, 70, 30. You might have heard some of these things, right? 80 percent stocks, 20 percent bonds. Is that what yeah. most people would go with even I think that's what point? most people will go in. And I would argue that most people go in at this age with that, right? And as you move along, as you get older and you're closer and closer towards, you know, finally feeding on your retirement fund, then you don't want so much stock exposure. That's what people say, right? We can have that very different nuanced discussion. The riskier things yeah. you cut down on, the older you 
exactly, get is normally exactly. ideal because you don't want to be putting yourself out there at risk of losing what you've already worked so hard to build up to that point. Yeah, I think supposedly and broadly that is what people think about. Of course, right. you are one of the cool ones, right? That you have a very special way to go about doing it. Then okay, that's a different discussion. But that's your choice. That's your choice. Yes. But I think for most people. The lame, boring, 80, 20, 70, 30, you know, bigger stocks, lesser bonds, and then managed by relatively cheap and very reliable fund house, robo-advisor, banks, you know, I think those are, those are okay, right? Cost and broadly diversified, I think those things will help you build towards a better retirement plan lah. That was Finance with Regico of The Financial Coconut. Find out more about his podcast at thefinancialcoconut.com. You've been listening to a Light FM podcast on Shock. That's S Y O K.